beautiful beings. Welcome back to the Starseed Network podcast. I'm your host and personal spirit guide, Saula Ilona Vaida. I'm guiding you on this journey of self-discovery, expanding awareness, and talking about our spiritual human journeys here on Earth as constantly awakening beings and starseeds, lightworkers, empaths, whatever you resonate with. So today I'm going to be talking about healing father wounds healing your relationship to the patriarchy to the masculine energy in your life and speaking from my own experience and from what i've been learning over the years with you know my own relationship to the masculine what that means for me and this is also a process that i guide people through in sessions so if you feel like you resonate with what i'm talking about please feel free to explore my website explore my offerings i offer deep quantum healing sessions i also offer free intro calls if you want to talk and you want to learn more a little bit a little bit more about it um i also offer channeled tarot readings and reiki energy healing or a combination of all three basically tailored to meet you where you're at and also what i'm talking about here this process of accessing your inner child of healing these generational wounds healing these deep traumas and these timelines i'm also going to be releasing an online course very soon um once it's completed I'll let you guys know more about that in the future. Um, Basically, it's going to be a very simple, integrative, beginner process to accessing these different places, uh, mostly focused around guided meditations for you to do, journal questions, introductions, and it's going to be a great place to start if you're starting out on your shadow work journey or starting out on your quantum healing journey and you feel this desire to connect with your inner child and start healing because when we make that first step towards inquiring about what's going on within us and make that first step towards healing towards shedding light upon these old pains that's when things really start to unfold in really beautiful ways so thank you so much for joining me today don't forget to like subscribe share with a friend or anyone who you feel like would resonate with this and let's dive in Basically, our parents are the energetic portals that bring us into this world. And a lot of people talk about, you know, we choose our parents before we come into our bodies. We choose our life. You know, we have an awareness. We know our soul contracts. We have an awareness of everything that's going to happen in this lifetime. We pick our bodies, our faces, our life path, our career. All of that is almost, you know, chosen by us and our higher selves for our deepest potential of growth. So a lot of times, star seeds, lightworkers, empaths, we choose to be born into difficult scenarios. We choose to be born to parents who might not be awake or who parents who are potentially, you know, abusive or toxic, all for the purpose of learning about ourselves ever deeper, all the, for the purpose of expanding ever deeper and really stepping into our full soul purpose on earth. And sometimes we sign up to have that journey really happen for us in the beginning of our life. So the reason why we're seeing so many young people who are incredibly awake and incredibly open is because we came at this very specific time so that we could raise the frequency of the planet. Like so many children and teenagers and young adults right now are like ascended masters you know high profile souls like really like angels who literally chose to incarnate here to help with the 
earth mission of getting us ascended, getting us into this higher frequency. And we also come in to teach our family lessons and to be the generational karma breakers. So with what I talked about in the previous episode about ancestral healing, generational karma healing, this also ties in very closely with our relationship to our parents. And you know, it's, we obviously, it's like, you don't choose your parents, but on a level we do. And we choose them so that can, they can give us the biggest growth possible. So for me personally, like being born into a family that, you know, was, my parents have so much of their own generational trauma, so much of their own pain. And I, you know, I don't want to point fingers or point blame because I'm way, like I'm past that in my healing journey, but you know, they suffer from different mental health struggles that cause them to be completely emotionally unavailable to us to the point of abuse and neglect. And I'm going to, you know, mention a little trigger warning right now and going forward, there are going to be mentions of abuse, neglect, self-harm depression, anxiety, suicide, anything, you know, that triggers you in that way, please be advised. Um, and the, but more so it's about, we're not going to get too graphic with anything. It's more so about explaining the situation on a deeper level and being very honest and open about it, which is my whole purpose here is to just be honest and open about everything so that I can share it for your greatest healing and highest good. So it's interesting, 610 is on the clock and on the timestamp right now. So I want to dive into this by, you know, further explaining like our relationship to our mother and our father dictates a lot of the patterning and the imprints that we create with our relationship to the divine masculine and the divine feminine within us. Because, you know, regardless of gender expression, regardless of physical body, whatever, we carry both feminine and masculine energies. It's yin and yang. It's essentially the balance of the universe. The whole concept of duality is that split into masculine and feminine. It's like two sides of the coin because, you know, obviously we live in a dual universe. We live in a state of duality. And if we were just connected with source, you know, we would be in complete oneness, which is always accessible to us in a way. It's our it's our right to be able to tap into that source energy. And that's what a lot of people do. But, you know, we come into this life with the purpose of experiencing duality for us to grow. And, you know, relationships are literal duality between two opposing forces, two different forces when they come together and, you know, hit each other, not hit each other like physically, but like bump up against each other and play with each other and that dynamic and what attracts one to the other. It's like the masculine and the feminine are always going to be fused. They're always going to be together in this way because one can't exist without the other. And it's like they both play a very specific purpose and they both play a purpose in our lives and our manifestations and how we move through life, how we express ourselves. And, you know, the masculine energy is more of that, you know, provider energy, creates the container for the divine feminine, creates the stability, the security, very much wants to help, wants to take action, wants to, you know, create movement, create structures, discipline, time management, all like the more structured, solid things in our society is that 
iteration of masculine energy. And that's why we live in a patriarchal society now. It's not always been like this, but the fact is we live in a patriarchal society. We live in a society dictated by men. Like men are the one who hold are the ones who hold the power. And they're the ones who create the structures and the governments and all of these things that almost feel like a chokehold on the real aliveness of life, which is the divine feminine. So if you struggle with routine, if you struggle with time management, if you struggle with discipline, you know, even thinking about, you know, high schools, the way that high school curriculums are set up is so patriarchal because it's like you have this class and then this class and then this class right after another and you get a little break and you get this and this and this. You go home, you do more homework, you have assignments, you have sports, all these different things piled on. It's like they don't give you the space in the way that our system is set up, we're not given space to explore and feel and really capture the creativity and the aliveness of life, which is the divine feminine energy. The divine feminine energy is, is the essence. It's the plant. It's, you know, everything. It is the force that creates life because when the divine feminine has that secure container of the divine masculine, when the two come into union, that's when life happens. That's when, you know, sparks happen. Things are created. You know, sexual energy is creative energy. It's healing energy. So like we all, you know, like I'm going to say, like we all come from sex. We all come from intercourse. We all come from the connection of the masculine and feminine and i'm just giving you guys this brief introduction into these energies and what they mean um and just in the terms that i understand it and the terms that i use it and also you know based on the understanding from the soulful heart which led me into this process in a lot of ways i really recommend checking them out on youtube listening to their meditations their sessions all of that i get a lot of my i get a lot of inspiration from them and they've like really influenced a lot of my process so like that being said you know the divine feminine energy needs security in order to rise that spark of life, that creativity, the digestion, the listening instead of speaking. You know, masculine energy is speaking and feminine energy is listening, being in tune with the earth and the natural cycles, holding, you know, holding back, being so intuitively aligned that time moves with you. You are in the flow. And like that true flow state is being able to integrate the masculine and the feminine energies. It's having the ability to be focused, to create while also being in absence of resistance and being in alignment with the universe and simply moving with it and, and grooving with it and creating with it and doing all this beautiful stuff. So the feminine energy needs to feel safe with the masculine in order for it to rise. And a lot of the, the what we face today within ourselves, with a lot of us, we get stuck in the masculine energy because we don't feel safe enough to be feminine. For a lot of women, this happens when we have these deep wounds. We get stuck in our masculine energy and we're constantly like controlled and simultaneously in deep fear of these patriarchal systems and this is like something that is micro on a microcosm level and a macrocosm level like as within as it is without so there's constantly these tropes in society of these different you know 
wounded father role models like the absent father the abusive father the you know narcissistic father the cheating father the you know too focused on work to give you attention father all of these different you know pop culture media references about what a father looks like that is not even close to the healthy expression of what it means to have a divine nurturing masculine father figure in your life so when a lot of us especially women were wounded early on by our fathers it's we look for that healing in other men we look for that healing in relationships in relationships with with teachers mentors professors friends it's like we're subconsciously looking to recreate that father wound that's why when you have these inner child traumas you are constantly when when you grow up and you don't address these traumas they continue to loop inside of you and you're always looking to recreate those scenarios so you're always looking for a partner who is going to recreate that scenario that you had with your parents and that's why people get so caught in these toxic or karmic relationships whatever you want to call it is because you're both looking to fulfill each other's trauma you're both looking to recreate the trauma for each other rather than inspire each other to grow out of it and this is something that happens as you heal on a quantum level as you release these deep traumas as you release your inner child pains you start to attract different types of partners when your inner masculine changes when your relationship to the masculine changes through healing you attract a different type of man into your life because you completely relate to that energy differently that energy within you is different so it's really like A lot of us, unfortunately, our foundation is cracked because we come into this world and we're so innocent and we're so open and loving and we're so ready to give and receive love unconditionally. And oftentimes, especially, you know, for my star seeds, we are placed into these scenarios where we don't get that solid foundation. We don't get the feeling of safety from our parents, the nurturing, the loving, the nurturing that we need and instead we get fear or we get rage or abuse or we need to literally suppress ourselves in order to please them in order to fit into their mold and this creates so much programming this creates so many deep deep levels of trauma for us and these timelines that keep looping over and over and over again so like for me personally the way that I'm going to explain it in my own experience is like I was my father I'm not even going to talk about my mother in this episode I will get to that um but my father was just like a child himself like he was not able to care for me provide me attention basic needs anything in any sort of way and that created this deep like lack mindset within me in the past which manifested later on in life as me like needing to push myself extra hard just to get the bare minimum out of people, out of, you know, getting like this fixation on getting money to feel secure, this fixation on getting attention to feel secure. Because when you don't have that deep 
foundational security of love from a young age, you seek to fill that with other things, especially with the ways that your parents model it for you. So in some cases, it's like food is represented as love. That's why a lot of us, you know, eat emotionally is because as a child, when we didn't get that love, that love was given to us through food or money or toys or just like different things that were meant to replace what we actually needed, which was just genuine love and care and attention. And this creates wounds that just spread out to the rest of your life. And until we learn how to go into those timelines, until we learn how to, on a quantum meditative level, go into the house that our inner child was raised in, even to the point of us being in the womb and, you know, really being real with ourselves about those scenarios, talking to our inner child, talking to our inner father, inner mother, and extricating ourselves from those timelines and taking them into a higher dimensional space though until we do that it's going to keep looping it's going to keep recreating itself and like for me personally like I had so much rage towards my father especially as a teenager um I'm and this manifested in very self-destructive ways like from the age of 12 like when my dad was taking care of us like he would not pay the water bill not pay the electricity bill like he wouldn't give us food like all these just neglectful things because he was just unable like that's the thing I have so much compassion for him now and I've come to a place of forgiveness at this point where I understand that he was not able to give us what we needed and like sometimes that's on people for even having the choice to have kids like you really have to think about if you're able to provide for your child before you have children and my parents obviously didn't you know like that didn't really pan out the way that they expected in life of course but like it manifested for me in this deep rage and this deep heartbrokenness because I was not able to rely on him for anything, just from basic things like paying bills or doing what he was said he was going to do or picking me up from school, like things like that, that I just could not rely on him for because he was unable to meet my needs in, in those ways. And like, I appreciate him for the other things that he was able to give me, like adventure and imagination and care and, you know, like we, he would, he lived on a sailboat and he would like take us sailing and stuff. And like, we would have fun with him sometimes. And I have to see the good in him as well, because we have to see the good in people, no matter how much they've hurt us. And that's like what I've come to learn recently, um, through someone reflecting this back to me and saying like, you need to understand your roots, like your parents, like they're the ones who brought you into this world. They're the ones who gave you this body and this life. And it's like appreciating that at the end of the day, like, thank you for creating me. Like, they're the reason that we're alive today, that they're the reason that we're, we didn't die as infants or as children. You know, the fact that they cared to us to, at such a basic level, at least, we have to appreciate that at the very least. And it's so hard. I know that it's so hard 
to come look at it from that perspective after being so deeply heartbroken. And like, I don't even need to go into all the things that happened between me and my parents because I already talked about that in the first few episodes. But what I will say is that I went through deep, deep depressions. I went through self-harm, suicidal thoughts, self-destructive behaviors, all to get my dad's attention on a subconscious level. The reason why I did all of that was to get my dad's attention, to let him know how much he was hurting me, but he never noticed. And the only one that I ended up hurting was myself. And that's what happens when we hold on to this rage. And like, it's one thing to hold on to it as a teenager, and it's another thing to hold on to it as an adult when we have more awareness, when we have the capacity to heal, when we have the tools and the ability, when we're not dependent on them anymore. And that's why I, I so feel for every single underage person right now who is still living with their parents feeling unsafe because I know that that distance is what is sometimes needed to make that healing happen. And when you're in those scenarios, it's so hard to see a way out. I literally would count the days until I graduated, until I was 18 and I could move out. Like I counted the days. I was like, oh my God, a year and a half is all I need. A year and a half. Like I wrote a poem about it, like a year and a half and I'm free. And I like, the fact is now after having the distance, after, you know, being, being an adult and you know, having a different, having a new family, having a different life, not being so dependent on them anymore. I can look at it in hindsight and I can, it's taken me years to get to this place. It's taken me years of different healings, different modalities, you know, different methods of introspection to get to this place where I'm like, okay, I can forgive you. Because at the end of the day, I know that, you know, I can forgive my parents, but I don't need to have a relationship with them. I can forgive them and I don't need to be in their life. I can have a relationship with their higher self. I can communicate with their higher self because I know that they have demons and they have entities attached to them and they have so much healing to do on their own and that's their journey. But today I like wrote this text to my dad because I did some healing. I did some very real, you know, healing again through this meditation I did with a soulful heart. And like my inner child, my inner daughter and my inner father were just, I was just journaling that conversation between each other. And I wrote this text to my dad that I have yet to send just saying like, I don't want you to die thinking I hate you because I don't. Like, I love you. And the reason why I, I got so hurt about everything is because I love you and I can't help but love you. Like, at the end of the day, like, no matter how much our parents have hurt us, we still love them. And, like, no matter how much they hurt us, they still love us. Because, like, 
we are this love we are this blood like we are connected to each other and i can only look at this after having years of separation and distance from them years of therapy years of doing this quantum work years of healing all the different layers that are contained within this like my inner teenager and my rage and my anger and my sadness and my inner child's just lack of security and lack of safety and what that created in me what i have to say as well about this is like your process is perfect wherever you are in it whether you have a solid relationship with your parents, whether you have, you're only starting to uncover the trauma because it's so multi-layered. It's so deeply multi-layered. This is root chakra stuff. This is like base level, foundational fear, anxiety, binge eating, like emotional eating, um, you know, overstimulation, over-sexuality, over-sexualizing yourself, um, addiction to drugs, alcohol, you know, addictions in general, addictive personalities. This is all from our infancy. This is all from our childhood. And the only way that we can heal it is by going back in time, traveling back and giving love and soothing and care to the whole situation from all sides, giving love to our parents who hurt us and giving love to the part of us that got hurt because we are all the same. We are all that source energy. We are all deeply, deeply connected. So when we take the time to heal those relationships with our father, with our mother, we transform our own inner masculine and inner feminine energy energies like when we our relationship to our father also reflects in our relationship to authority figures to discipline to routine to structures in general because it's like we are the children of this world as well and we are the children of our governments as well like we rely on our governments to be that father figure and there's no mother figure in sight and that's what so, feels so twisted and backward about our society as well, is that there is no matriarchal figure for us, especially, you know, a U.S. government, U.S. citizens of the United States. Like, we don't feel safe as people because we don't have anything to fall back on in terms of assistance. It's like we don't have that root we don't have our root chakra aligned as a country because this country was literally built on pain and suffering and black magic. I feel like I just triggered someone there. Um, but that's something that we, like, it's the reflection of the microcosm to the macrocosm. And until we heal our internal wounds, we're going to see it reflected over and over again. So by us individuals healing, we create a cosmic impact. We create a huge impact on the world every time that we turn over a trauma, every time that we transmute something, we create a ripple effect in the world. We help heal the collective consciousness. That's why it's so important. That's why I feel like shadow work is some of the most valuable work that we can do, not only only for ourselves but for this world and what happens when you release these pains and these triggers is that you naturally come back to your seat of love you naturally come back to source and unconditional love which is where you belong and who you are and what you are always because this pain is just another layer of separation another layer of duality we can tap back into the infinite love that is available to us through divine mother through divine father like a lot of people talk about ra the sun god 
They talk about the embodiment of the divine masculine is in the sun and the moon is the divine feminine. The sun gives us life. It gives us energy. It gives us fire. It gives us movement. It literally is the force that creates life on earth. We revolve around it. So when we have a relationship to the divine father, the divine masculine, we can feel supported by life. We can feel safe and protected in every single way possible because we feel how worthy we are deep down of receiving that. And a lot of it really comes down to self-worth. When we as children don't feel like we are worthy of receiving love from our parents, it's like when we don't receive that love from our parents, it creates this subconscious program of us feeling that we're not worthy of it. And that continues to play out over and over again in our life. So when you start to accept love from pure source consciousness, pure source energy, you realize that that love is limitless. It's untapped potential. It's We can tap into it in any single moment and receive it and he, use it for our healing. Use it to hold us and cradle us when our human selves get scared when our egos try to control things, that's when we tap back into source always. And I'm saying this like, I'm not, I'm saying this as for you to use as a tool and as an inspiration to dive deeper into thinking about what these, what is coming up for you with this? What is this triggering for you? What does this mean for you? And I strongly, strongly urge you to do the work, do the inner work, it doesn't have to be terrifying. It doesn't have to be dark. Darkness doesn't have to be scary. Darkness is only what we have yet to shed light upon. And especially when you go in with a guide, with a friend, like we can take you to these places and take you out of them. I take you into these darker timelines so you can learn from them and see what's going on there. But then we take your inner child and we create your inner safe space. We create your inner mind palace of your own where you get to feel safe and you get to have the life that you always wanted because it all exists in your imagination. It's your inner world, your inner universe is yours for the creation. And when your inner universe is filled with fear and anxiety and these parts of you that are screaming for help, they're simply screaming for your attention. They're screaming for you to give them love because that's all they're craving. That's all that darkness is. It's just craving love. It just wants to be reunified with light. So there's nothing to be afraid of when we go into it. There's nothing to be afraid of when exploring it because it's all you. It's all a reflect. It's all a part of you and it's all worthy of love. And it is all of that love. So what I want to say as well, you know, about healing your father wounds, healing your relationship to the masculine is take your time, take your time with how it comes out, allow it to come out. And if you're interested in booking a session or talking more about it, the link is in the bio. I would love to work with you guys. This is my sole purpose and to provide this information and to provide this to guide you and facilitate and hold space for you on this journey. And I feel so deeply fulfilled doing it and I love doing it and it literally gives me life. So if you are interested or you feel drawn or you want to learn more, please reach out to me over DM on Instagram tiktok send me an email you can we can do an intro call if you want to work together consistently or if you just want to dive in that is amazing too but yeah 
I just want to send you guys so much love, so much compassion, so much sweet healing on your journeys. We have upcoming episodes coming out soon with some exciting interviews with beautiful divine beings. And I'm wishing you all so much love wherever you are in this crazy world. Take care of yourselves. I also want to mention quickly before I hop off that this healing of the masculine is also a direct reflection of what's happening in our current circumstances in terms of war um, and this desire to control. It's like the masculine energy of war, of taking, of control. It's a twist of this. It's like um, this energy of war is like a distorted masculine energy. It's this desire to control. It's this desire to take and conquer when, when simply, you know, the way that this is resonating in our world is that it's trying to project more and more fear into us so that we are able to accept more of the control measures that they want to put on. It's like when the masses are terrified, they're going to look for guidance. They're going to look towards a father figure and like whatever, you know, that father figure may be represented by Putin or Biden. People literally look to their leaders as their parents, as their parental figures, as their authoritative figures. And that's how they're able to exert so much control over us because when they have us scared, when they have us feeling like scared little children who are helpless, that's when we're most, when we're most likely to accept whatever they tell us to do. So sovereignty and freedom comes from you healing, comes from you releasing the fears that that's resonating with. And a lot of us have lifetimes, alternate timelines involved in war and famine and poverty, especially for us with an Eastern European bloodline. This is visceral. This is real. And the reason why I haven't been getting triggered by this is because I've done so much work in those timelines and released so many of those timelines that it just doesn't feel... It doesn't feel like so personal anymore. I can see it for what it is, which is projections and fear and mind control and manipulation. Because what's happening in Ukraine is very real and very terrifying for those people. And what it's creating in the world is a way to divide us even further. So when the whole world is divided on these issues, it creates more opportunities for them to put control over us. So division is the real separation here. And when we come back into love for the oppressors and the oppressed, when we come back into love and realize that all we can do, sometimes all we can do is just pray for peace and send unconditional love to everyone involved, to the whole planet. And that is raising the frequency. When you feel helpless, when you're like, support Ukraine, help Ukraine, send love. That's the most powerful and most easy, limitless source of help that we can give is to just give it love. So for anyone who is resonating with that or feeling into that right now, please take that as a little tidbit. I obviously like I am not going to speak with any authority on what's going on in terms of current events because I stay out of them. Um, I don't subscribe to the narrative of the world as we know it, as it's being projected and shown. But I just want to say like, all of the peace, all of the healing, all of the prayers 
that we can muster. Let's send them to the Ukraine and to Russia and to everyone involved in the conflicts from the civilians in Russia who have absolutely no control over what's going on, what their president decided to do, to the people in Ukraine who are being bombed and losing their homes, losing their lives. Like, all we can do is just send so much love from wherever we are because that love is making a change. We have to trust that. We have to trust that the resonance of our hearts is creating an impact on the world. And the healing that we do is creating an impact on the world. So sometimes we need to heal like it's a full-time job because that is how we are shifting the world and shifting ourselves. Anyway, that's just my little piece on that. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Please like, share, subscribe, share with a friend, anyone who you feel would resonate with this message. And I will see you guys soon. Wishing you beautiful, beautiful blessings, love, peace, joy, all that good stuff. See you later, my loves. Resistance, speak it into existence and release your resistance. Wake up, rise up. Resistance.